0: To make things like this easier.
1: I'm reading.
0: And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing?
1: Have fun together. Did I do good, Daddy?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together. Thanks so much for joining us. If you have a chance, head down to the show notes to connect with us on social media and find our Gumroad account for all of our resource guides that we've been putting together. We're actively pushing on the rest of them and we're working our tails off um, as well as all the links that we're going to be talking about today in our episode. Ariel, tell Jules Verne to take a knee. (laughs) Tell Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman to get off the bikes. We just finished our (laughs) around the world journey.
1: Hallelujah. It was, you know what? It was great. We, if you if you haven't followed our podcast uh, yet, we've been doing an around-the-world journey with our kids with Torchlight, yep. Level K, and Build Your Library, Level Zero. We, we combined we the two. We got our badge. Yeah, we, we've we been at it for... 24,000 uh, miles. <laughs> yeah, I think it ended up taking us about a year and a half or year so. Year and a half to get around. And uh, maybe not quite that much, but uh, about that. and. We finally, we finished Antarctica and the Arctic this week and that's, that's it. That's a wrap. We're, (laughs) we're done. If
0: you're following on our YouTube channel, Antarctica uh, will be coming out in our YouTube video probably in a couple of weeks. Yeah, We're yeah. just finishing up now We wanted to record our review right? Um, but hopefully in the next couple of weeks You'll see the last of the videos uh, Available That's on right. the YouTube channel
1: We've done a video for every country or region That we have covered yeah. uh, About all the books that we liked And the recipes we made Movies we watched And videos and stuff So we've done all of that This week
0: was a penguin tartare That was on the menu <laughs> No <laughs> So we're going (laughs) to,
1: we're going to, um, do some more videos just so for those of you that are watching those, we're going to do videos about, uh, the different spines, the ones that, that the curriculum's recommended, the extra ones we added. Um, we're going to do book reviews about the chapter books. We've got a bunch more things coming for the YouTube channel that we're going to go kind of into the weeds about the different things that we liked and didn't like and all that kind of stuff. Um, but today we wanted to just give our final review summary of the two curriculums, what we liked about the combination, what we like about them separately. Um, but before we get into that, I'd love to share with everybody what we're gonna do for our celebration. So we've we've done the around the world journey. we've had a great time. Um, our daughter loved it. So tomorrow we are doing a, a celebration day. So we're planning to, uh, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, we we put out all the recipes that we've made over the last year and a half for all the different countries, and our daughter got to pick a whole day's <laughs> worth of food. So we will be having French crepes for breakfast.
0: Yeah, Nutella and bananas.
1: Right. For yes. lunch, we'll be having El Salvadorian bean and cheese pupusas. And, so good. <laughs> um, And I think, oh, uh, uh, tostones from uh, fried plantains from Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And then for snack in the afternoon, we're going to make homemade German pretzels. Oh, my gosh. And for dinner, she wants Japanese uh, garlic prawn udon noodles and shrimp and vegetable tempura. Um, And for dessert, she wants Bannock, or not Bannock bread, that's right. She chose uh, arroz con pollo, arroz con leche A from con leche. Mexico. Uh, so uh, milk, well, rice pudding. Yeah, right, rice, rice, rice pudding milk, yeah. for rice uh, for dessert. I thought she was going to choose Bannock bread. We were really surprised she didn't because she really, really loves Bannock bread from Canada. <laughs> but so, those are the recipes. So the whole day we're making all of our favorite, her favorite foods from our journey. Mm-hmm. And for uh, our celebration, of the night we're going to play trekking the world which is a a board game we'll review it on the podcast when we're we're done but i'm really excited to play that and i think we're going to try to try to maybe watch a movie that that encompasses a a journey i don't think we could watch the newest the uh, newest verne the newest uh, 80 days uh, around the world um yeah so we're gonna we're gonna look for a movie that kind of captures the globe there's other ones too there's like um There's some nature ones, and there's also babies, which Mm -hmm. she talks about babies in all different countries. I don't know. We'll do something fun, but maybe we'll do the 80 days, Um, uh, but we've really loved it, so I wanted to tell you all what our celebration was going to be, so stay tuned onto the YouTube if you want to hear how it all goes.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the background. So we unified two curriculums, so what were those two curriculums, and kind of why did we choose to do that?
1: Okay, so for those of you that aren't familiar with this, Build Your Library Zero, it's a 36-week kindergarten curriculum. Uh, They list it as ages four to six, so it covers... And
0: we agree, though, that's that's right about that.
1: I think that that is right. I think that that is correct. I think you could absolutely do with a four-year-old, and we are doing it. We started with a five-year-old. Our daughter is now six and a half, and so I totally agree with that. Um, it covers the countries by continent. So the very first thing that it does for each continent, it does a week of a continent overview. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a week of a Europe overview. And then it each, each week after that will be in the same continent. It'll do like Northern Europe and that's these group of countries. And then the British Isles, these group of countries, that kind of thing. Um, so it goes continent by continent. It also it includes animal and weather science as mm-hmm. part of this journey, um, and then the they have uh, global studies inspired art with the book uh, global art is the book that they use. So there's art projects that that pertain to the countries, um, and then there's animal poetry, kind of that goes you know hand in hand with the animal science. There's the the poetry component is, is animal poetry. So that's build your library, uh, torchlight. Okay, and and build your library by the way, if you're not familiar with it, is a Charlotte Mason. Uh, curriculum so you can look up more about that uh, torchlight is a socratic method curriculum um, and their kinder curriculum is also 36 weeks they list it as ages five to seven i i think that's i think that's more accurate they say that you can adjust it to expand it from ages four to eight i call shenanigans on that having done it I really it's, it's think... It's tough on the four, maybe I easier think that, on the eight. Yeah, I think that five is even a little bit tricky with it. I think yeah. five five on some of the books is is even pushing it. Definitely would not do it with four. I think you could definitely go to eight, but um, f- even five feels a, li- a little bit... A uh, it was a little bit of a stretch. Our fi- We were... Our daughter was five, and there were some things that I felt were a little bit much at the beginning. At the beginning. So at the
0: beginning, yeah, and at, then she kind of grew into it.
1: Yeah, she grew into it, but I think that uh, definitely it it trends older. Um, so rather than going continent by continent for the countries, it hops around. So the country, to, to, you know, like the, I think the first week is like I don't know Russia, and the second week is Colombia, and I mean it, something like that. Like it just it hops indiscriminately between countries to keep things fresh so you don't, you know, kind of get bogged down continent by continent. Uh, the, science, it, it, the science it incorporates is a book of science experiments and a series of chapter books called Zoe and Sassafras, which are about magical creatures but include a lot of elements of real scientific process, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, how to test hypotheses and stuff like that. And then they have a character building component. So there's a couple of books that they include that are spines that are about uh, character building um, throughout the whole 36 weeks. They do uh, art, but it is not globally related art, it's just uh, collage art. And they do include uh, international music recommendations. There are also video recommendations in Torchlight, and they also do animal poetry. So that's kind of the basics about the two programs.
0: So one of the things, I know there's a community on Facebook, there's a Facebook community, maybe we'll link that as well in the show notes, um, where people have combined this. Why, why are there so many people trying to combine these two curriculums? I mean, it seems like a lot of work. Why, why would they want to do that?
1: Yeah. And, and I think that um, part of the reason is that the two have very different book lists. Yeah. And the, both book lists are pretty exciting. <laughs> Yeah. So I think, you know, the reason we combine it is the same reason that a lot of people do, which is, boy, I really want to read all these books. <laughs> I don't want to miss any of these books. Yeah. So that that's one thing. Um, the other thing for, for us is, and, and I think other parents probably feel similarly about this, one week per country or per region feels a bit fast, right? To say, oh, you know, we're going to do all the British Isles in one week. It seems like, like it, it. We did three weeks on the British Isles yeah. because there was just, it was so rich. So I feel like to just do it in one week, a lot of folks are thinking, like, How could my, we thought, how, how can my kindergartner even hope to grasp what were the, the sense of this area and of this culture yeah. in, you know, five days? Well, like, it felt impossible.
0: Just in general, there's already, kind of a squeeze on the time, but also like the availability, you know, like the, the realistic ask, you know, the realistic expectations with respect to what the child is going to learn and remember about a certain given area. There's only so much they can, you know, you can focus on so many things you can do already. And to just jam more stuff into less time, it, it, it is a challenge.
1: Right. I mean, you know, for us by combining, we, we basically instead of taking one week for a region, we took two weeks and then we had more books. We yeah. did not only the books that the curriculums brought out, but we also got our own picture books to supplement. And that's what we go over in our videos if you haven't seen them. We add yeah. extra books. So sometimes the books they recommended weren't at the library or we didn't purchase them and so we had to, you know, make some make some adjustments. Uh, make some alternatives. But yeah, I was really worried that if we went through this in 36 weeks as prescribed in one of the curriculums, e- even if we just did one of the single curriculums, and we r- rushed through it, that our daughter would be so like overwhelmed by all the differences, be like, one week we're here, next week we're there, we're doing this. And I, I felt like it would all be sensory overload for her.
0: I found from the standpoint of teaching, um, doing the plotting method Continent by continent, and then moving around the continent to various countries, it was way easier because you could constantly reinforce that here we are in the world. This mm-hmm. is where we are learning about, and we're we are going to spend three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks in this one region. Right. Um, your kid could begin to get that kind of looping experience mm-hmm. where they keep coming back to and go, Oh yeah, yeah, we're in South America. Yeah, we're in South America. Or, right. We're in Europe. Or we're in Africa, and they they begin to kind of like focus on that. And Mm -hmm. then what's cool about that is, you know, when you're, when you're combining these curriculums and you're, and you're doing the more plotting, I would, I would recommend you to do the plotting slowly around the world, starting wherever, it doesn't matter, but, you know, start somewhere and then just work your way across the planet. Um, It it just, it worked better. And, and I was able to, you know, teach and, and really focus, especially with respect to a lot of the books and the content that was coming in. It was very focused to a region and a lot of regions. And, like, you know, you'll see a lot of commonalities in books and themes, you know, in like South, you know, if you're in like South America, you'll see a lot of the same type of themes and they'll keep coming back and reinforcing. And I really, really think that's the better way to approach this.
1: Yeah. So I've heard people say that they like Torchlight and that it jumps around between countries because it keeps things fresh for their kids. But more often than not, I hear the opposite way, which is what we've done, which is go continent by continent. So for the mechanics of how we did the combination, we took the Build Your Library framework and we took that each country they were going to go to, and then we tacked on the Torchlight Week behind it. So if Build Your Library was doing a week on the British Isles, we tacked on the UK from And you did some really nice Torchlight.
0: spreadsheet work where you were able to break that up.
1: Right. So I did a spreadsheet where I had all of these weeks broken up and I, and I, I, I sorted in the, the correct Torchlight weeks after the proper Build Your Library weeks. The problem gets to be the chapter books because mm-hmm. there are picture books for every week. Uh, th- that's easy. But the chapter books sometimes span multi-weeks because of their length. So what I did was I took the chapter books and I moved them so that chapter books that had that pertained to a specific country or region stayed with it, but other ones that didn't, that were just, you know, a fun book that's at kindergarten level, I could move that wherever I wanted to. So there was some adjustment. So if you haven't heard before, and you're going to think about doing this combination, if you want to uh, PM me or email me your proofs of purchase of both curriculums. I will happily share my spreadsheet with you and probably save you lots of time if you want to do this combination. So mm-hmm. I do want to throw that out there. Um, if you want to send me your proofs, I I will send you that schedule. And the
0: email is uh, in the show notes below. Right. So let's, you know, that's kind of like what we did, how we did it. Let's talk a little bit about the review. Let's first start with the combination, like. We talked a little bit about like what we liked about that and what we do. You know, what are the things we didn't like about that? So what what did we like?
1: So I, I loved that there was room to breathe. I really did. Yeah. I think that doing one week on a country w- would be uh, – there were a couple times where we did do only a week because we – Uh, We needed to crunch something Mm -hmm. or um, because it was not really covered in Build Your Library. It was only covered in Torchlight. So like Ecuador, for example, there wasn't anything on Ecuador specifically in Build Your Library, but they had a week on it in Torchlight. So we just did a week. Sometimes it works, but I think more often than not, I found that doing a multi-week study was more enjoyable for us all it gave us the time to breathe it also gave us the time to pull in a lot more books yeah. and watch more videos and watch a movie that went with it and make a recipe if we were trying to do a week a country and i wanted to make a recipe and we wanted to try to fit in a movie that's kind of a, a lot in you know just a few days to try to find you're probably not doing both those things on the same night. Well in li- <laughs> you know, in life
0: and life happens, right? So you, right. you get busy, maybe something happens, or you, you know, school gets canceled because of a snowstorm, or you can't get out to get your books this week and they languish on <clears> the on the whole shelf at the library, whatever it might be, you know, having that little bit extra time for us proved to be right. kind of that. You give yourself a little bit of a grace period on, on some right. of these weeks.
1: Sometimes we would do, a, uh, it wouldn't be a full two weeks, it'd be a week yeah. and a half because a and we and were half, getting yeah. back from a vacation uh, or something exactly. and we're like, okay, we'll just do this in a week and I a half. I can't
0: tell you how many week and a half studies we had. We did a lot yeah. of week
1: and a halves. And so I, I liked the room to breathe. I think that...
0: It, it does require you to start a little earlier. Maybe that might be a con for some people. You know, we yeah. we, know we we know started with the Torchlight curriculum as our first thing that we did homeschooling wise. Yeah, Torchlight and, Pre-K. Pre-K. And then we did the Blossom and Root. Um, early Learners Volume Two, yep. and then we started this, and you know, we've been on this for a long time,
1: right? I mean, there is a length component here. Now we homeschool yeah. year round, so for us, the fact that we were basically doubling this experience, and it wasn't quite doubling because there's there's some of it that you know we were able to because Build Your Library does these overview weeks. Some of them, you know, I we just kind of folded in, and we didn't. It didn't take us quite a, a full like seventy two weeks. Um, but we were able to just go. You know, it, it's cool. We're not going to be done with this in a year, and yeah. that's fine. And we're living with it. And we we it didn't bother us that we might be going into first grade, you know, with still still having to, uh, been on this curriculum and not moving on to the next thing. So that was okay for us. But maybe that's not for you. I think the the other thing about it is that there definitely uh, travel fatigue set in for oh, all yeah. of us. Absolutely. Um. That, by the end, we were all kind of ready to you know get on to something else, like our goal for this was to just you know it's not for her to remember facts and figures. It's not no. for her to know a great deal about all the geography and animals of all or these the places capitals of every country, yeah, it was else. more about just cultural exposure, right? Yeah. It's kindergarten. We wanted her to know that the world is a big place. it's made up of a lots of different people and lots of different animals, and lots of different landscapes and many different types of cultures and ways that people live. And, you know, the world's a big and interesting place. And it's bigger than our little town. You know, Mm -hmm. that's kind of all we needed her to know to appreciate that, you know, there's people that live all over the world, and they live in different ways. And there's cool different animals and Mm -hmm. just kind of broaden her horizons. And I think, you know, unequivocally, she got that this year.
0: I think that was the big thing, especially right I think in the last half, when she started to mature a little bit more into being a kindergartner and a little bit old, older kid, I think at the beginning it was really just fun reading all these books and doing things. But I think she started to appreciate a little yeah, bit more towards the so end too. what we were doing and where she was going and and how what she was experiencing. And because it took so long, you know, we had those type of developmental changes along the way <laughs> because it did, you know we were doing it for a year and a half. But you're right. I I, I think the immersion um the experience i think bringing in the kitchen a lot of the cooking was was a nice way to do that as well tasting the flavors of regions tasting experiencing that we've also been doing our yum box was universal yums
1: universal yums Along yeah all the whole way we've, we've been loved doing that, that we've yeah. we've
0: loved that we really we recommend that we're we're not paid to say that but we we've been doing it every single month for the last gosh i think since before we started doing the the around the world journey and that has been a really wonderful treat, and it's hard to align. Yeah, you, know, you can't really align them because you don't know what's coming. Yeah, you don't know what's coming, and what country you're getting your snacks from. But it's a great experience to just you know reinforce what you're what you're what you're doing. Um, what were the things that we didn't like?
1: Yeah, so it's definitely... We the, talked about fatigue. The, the fatigue yeah. at the end. It got to be kind of long in the tooth. Um, yeah, it did. So the other thing is... It finished strong, though, with Antarctica. Yeah, and, yeah, and Australia, Australia... and
0: Oceania and then Antarctica. It, I no, think it was a good finish.
1: Everything has been fun. It's just yeah. been like... I think we've all been kind of ready to do something else. Yeah. I think one of the other things that, that I didn't like is that sometimes it, it, that area that we were studying wasn't really exciting enough for our daughter... To really spend two weeks on it, so if she just wasn't into a certain country, and we planned two weeks on it, she was like she kind of got bored with the whole thing. Yeah, right.
0: So she wasn't at, like you would you'll see it in in the sense that we saw it in the in the way that she wouldn't ask like oh what are we reading today or you know what videos are we watching about this right. country. She'd just be like, okay, daddy, can I go do this other thing? She, it wouldn't really be in her mind.
1: Right. And there were some countries that we were excited to study that we th- we thought she would be into. And she was kind of like, meh. Yeah. You know, so th- when that happened too, then it was like two weeks we got, felt like a really long yeah. time to spend on a country that your exactly. kid is not into. In which case, sometimes we we exited early <laughs> and, that's and o- went on to something else. And that's
0: an okay thing to do. If you're, if you're doing this, you can bail on certain areas. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: You know, so... The last thing is that obviously, you know, taking one of these curriculums at face value and just doing what it says to do is the easiest possible path. So to, to do this combination is complex, right? Mm -hmm. You are, I, I, not only did I make the spreadsheet, I then set up binders for every, uh, continent and I put, I printed out both curriculums and I, I put the curriculums together in the proper order that we would be doing, and I crossed out the chapter books and I wrote the new chapter books we'd be doing for each one of them so that I basically had a compiled curriculum. And, and we'll show it, we'll do a YouTube video and I'll show those. Yeah. Um, but you know, basically, I did that, and, and every time that we turned a corner, we couldn't just like open the book and do what came next because there was always some weird caveat to it. Yeah, right. um, of course, we added in alternate spines and we did other things that. You know, made it our own, yeah, we and had all like that a, stuff adds complexity. Yeah, we had
0: about a dozen spines that we were adding in. Yeah, along we had a bunch yeah. of stuff. Yeah. So-
1: i'm happy we did i'm not saying that but one of the cons to doing this is that it is more complex and there is more planning involved i tended to plan about a month ahead and leave the rest you know i knew the general sequence of the whole thing Hmm. but as far as planning the actual weeks and what we were going to do specifically i only planned a few weeks ahead just because it made the planning load easier on me and i planned most of it in trello we have a video on youtube but Matt'll link in the show notes about how we planned it um So, so yeah, I think just the complexity, the doing two weeks meant it went a lot longer, which, you know, got a little bit, you know, we were a little bit fatigued at the end. And sometimes taking two weeks for a country was a bit much if she just wasn't digging it.
0: So that's our pros and cons of the combination. Let's get in a little bit more granularity. If you're listening and you're thinking about doing this curriculum coming forward and you're, you don't know if you want to do the, the combination but you're interested in Blossom, you know, the Build Your Library one and you're also interested in the Torchlight one. Let's talk a little bit about each curriculum individually. So let's talk about Build Your Library first. So like what are the things we liked the most?
1: With only a couple of exceptions, this was a very high quality book list. Yeah. I, it was. the books were great. Not all new it new books. Some of them are classics that are there, but all very well received by our learner um, yep. and ourselves. So, you know, really good book list. Um, I was impressed that, you know, there's picture books and then there's also chapter books, there's literature. All the literature in Build Your Library pertained to the country or region we were reading about. That was nice. It all went with it, which you'd think, of course it should, but but wait, we'll get to it with torchlight. Um, so I really liked that. I think continent by continent was a very logical sequence. It helped our kid to get rooted in it. I think if we had hopped between continents, all, between countries all over the world, it would have been a whirlwind for her. And I don't think she would have had any real sense of where she was. You know, we have our globe. We were using our globe to we say. Have a, we
0: have a, a giant wall map as well. Right.
1: And so we could kind of say, like, hey, we're going to this whole area. See where we are. See where this is. And she could kind of get a sense of it. The other thing that I like about Continent by Continent is she started to get a flavor of things. Like we started, you know, when we started into the first countries of South America, and then you were like building and building and yeah. building. Oftentimes with a continent, the, the different countries in that continent they, you know, they all have their own unique culture, but there are some similarities of culture and there's similarities of geography and animals and and language. And, you know, so there's a bunch of things there that are common. And I think when you go to a continent and you get to really immerse and explore that, it Mm -hmm. became richer for her and that she gained more meaning out of the different countries. So I like that Build Your Library does continent by continent. I really feel like that's the right thing to do I also like that they have a continent overview week as the very mm-hmm. first week of each each um, uh, each new continent so it's like a yeah. hey let's get to know Europe as a general
0: that's cool too because we we had some of our spines that that um, enabled that and right the, if we have a few uh, overview books that we have that were doing summaries of the various continents mm-hmm. before they jumped into the country so we actually had some spines that actually fed into that. Exactly. But I always found that those weeks tended to be a little thin. Um, So if you wanted to use them as, you don't have to spend a whole week. You might only have to spend two or three days on that. Um, Especially if you wanted to kind of combine that with maybe if you're doing your planning and you have like a week where it's like, oh, this isn't really a week. But it's not a, it's too little for one week, but too much for two weeks. If you combine it with the continent overview. At the beginning of that, you can do two weeks. And I,
1: we and we did a lot of that too. I was
0: like, at the beginning, I was using those continent overviews as kind of like a breather week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I f- and I think I found that's a good way to go. Yeah, it wasn't like a lot of work to do those weeks. Right. Um, not a lot of books to read, just a few spines. You could always catch up on other things or right. use them to do some science or do something else.
1: It's a nice way too. There's a lot, oftentimes, books and different videos or documentaries that, that talk about the entire continent yeah. and don't just focus on a country so that's that's a good time to do something like that too um so i
0: like the overview weeks also build your library had all the books available at the library
1: basically all the books not not every single one we rarely
0: ran into any conflicts and
1: yeah i think that well okay so here's one thing about about combining i would say or even okay combining or or doing them individually whatever you do Don't start, if you're going to use your local library, do not start one of these curriculums in August, early September, because you're going to be fighting over books at the library. So, you know, with our...
0: There's just enough people around you that are doing this.
1: exactly. So with the combination, I found that we were never aligning basically with anybody else. Or if you're going to do one of these in single, you might start with a different, uh, you know, start with a different continent or don't start in August, September, start earlier in the summer or something. Set yourself off of that normal school year track because you're going to have an easier time at the library. So yeah, you're right. Build your library had almost all the books available at the library. Uh, we did choose to buy quite a few of them, but we didn't have to, they they were really at the library. Um, the other thing about build your library is that the way that it's set up, you have a week overview grid. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's done as a, as a grid of all the different books and what you're going to read, uh, in the different days. And then it has a page for every day and it's like Monday you're gonna read this page of this book and you're gonna do this of this book and here's a discussion question for that chapter and oh, while you're reading that, you might be learning about this. Here's a video that might be something you might look into and we're gonna do this art thing and you can basically go through and it has scripted your day for you and given you the discussion questions and all that stuff. So if you really like a curriculum that gives you like a lot of handholding, Build Your Library is great for that because it, it really tells you step by step do this. Say this. Here's what you might want to look into if you want to add some extra learning. Very, very prescriptive
0: and really helpful. If this is your first curriculum that you're going through, we had the luxury of doing a few ahead of this. But if mm-hmm. if you're deciding to homeschool and this is the first time you're going to homeschool, to build your library, taking you through day by day, step by step, telling you, I mean, I can't tell you, you know, from my own experience, just being able to say, what page is that on? And it's like, oh, page 55 through 56, you know, read this section. And just having that, not having to thumb through Mm -hmm. and figure out what you're reading, having that kind of given to you is really, really, takes a little bit of that weight off your shoulders. And if you think about it, if you're doing, whether you're just doing the Build Your Library alone or you're doing a combo, just having that taken away from you, that 30 seconds of searching, because if you think about that, you're gonna do that seven or eight times uh, a week and you're going to do that for 36 weeks. I mean, this having that information just there prescribed step by step, it's going to save you hours and hours and hours at the at the back end of this, right. having to find everything and search for everything. It was just, it's really helpful to have that kind of laid out in a grid format like that.
1: I think it's true. I really like, too, that there are discussion questions. Because when you're reading through your chapter book and you're just yeah. like, oh, you're reading chapter one of very the very, very far north. Here's what we're going to talk about. Why do you think Dwayne did this and this and that, you know? I'm not saying I couldn't come up with discussion questions, but the fact that they're written down is pretty darn nice.
0: (laughs) But you do do it long enough. You actually start to put that in internally into you. And so maybe you don't need need to necessarily know that discussion discussion question, but it teaches you to ask those stimulating questions to your reader to kind of get that reading comprehension back. Mm -hmm. Um, Just teaching you how to do that. And again, if that's just your first time, it's really helpful to have that by the end, you're kind of naturally doing that mm-hmm. and you maybe don't need it as much. And I think as you go through the curriculum, you may, you you know, I think we'll talk about this a little bit later, but you're going to add and drop things along right. the way because what, what fits your learner, what fits your schedule, mm-hmm. what fits your sensibilities is different and not everything works. So, but learning how to ask, ask those questions, I think is really good.
1: So the other thing I like about it is I like the animal science. I think that as far as science goes in kindergarten, you know, the animals, it's great because it connects with the different regions that you're going to be studying and animals is something kids like. And at the end of the, um, there's activity pages that are at the end of build your library. And basically your weekly assignment, uh, for the whole thing is to be doing this animal research pages. Mm -hmm. So each time you're in a country or region, you're supposed to be choosing an animal, drawing a little picture, writing a little bit about the animal that you've learned. I think that is, I mean, we had to obviously our, our kindergartner dictated to us and we wrote some of it early on and then she was able to write later. But I think that that's like, the perfect level of science for kinder i don't think that i and i think it just dovetailed really well so i liked that
0: yeah it's kind of like um you're just focusing on the animals i think is is basically the mm. best type of science you could do for for that level. i think so i don't know if you're gonna be teaching the periodic table at that yeah no no and <laughs> no. i think
1: it, it, it goes well with the around the world study so i exactly. think it it, it it's, it's aligns nicely
0: okay so let's talk a little bit about things we didn't like ariel i don't like folktales you yeah. don't like folktales. So we as we a, don't like folktales.
1: As a family, and you, your family, you know, your mileage may vary, vary on very, this, yes. but we don't really dig folktales in general because folktale stories tend to be, sometimes um, they tend to be oddly constructed and they have kind of weird narrative flow. They don't make a lot of sense. And our daughter's super logical. She's like, wait a minute, why would they do this? That doesn't. That's not smart. Or, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, if you've got one of those analytical type kids, folktales are hard. Um, sometimes there's disturbing stuff in them too which you know that leaves you kind of in unsettled ways um so we're not super huge folktale fans so when i said earlier with the exception of a few books i think that the book list is very high folktales is what i'm talking about here and i would say that if you're interested in build your library and torchlight's got some of these too so um torchlight's got um a world full of stories a year full of stories and i'm sorry and build your library has a a year full of animal stories Both of those books, or anything that looks folktale-y, I would suggest getting that from the library and previewing that book before you buy it, because those are spines, and we bought those spines, and we will be selling those spines, because <laughs> they just, for our family, we just didn't connect with it. Some people love folktales, and that's totally their jam. If you're looking
0: for some folktale books, we'll have links in the show notes <laughs> no, below. No.
1: So, you know, that's, that's totally some people's jam, and I get that, but for us, just it wasn't our thing so
0: that we didn't like that and uh, some weeks had chapter books some weeks had picture books so you know that's I kind mean, of a little, a little off, off
1: for me to say oh hey we're gonna read this one picture book oh read it three times like my daughter does not want to reread yeah. this one short chapter book like a bunch of times
0: you know some kids may, may like that our, but maybe some kids yeah. do
1: our daughter loves to be read a plethora of chapter of a. Uh, picture books, you know, during the day. And then she and I have a chapter book we're reading at night. And she really got into all the chapter books from Build Your Library. So I was a little bit bummed that some weeks didn't have a literature selection. Yeah. but They only had picture books. So, so one on the, only like one or two. One of the things that we
0: were doing along the way is that we were getting the huge dump from the library of any book from that region or that country because we were doing the, the around the world video so we wanted to review additional books as well right because
1: sometimes you can't find the one book yeah. that they list in the curriculum they're like well do i spend 10 bucks to buy a picture book yeah or maybe there's um, an equally good picture book substitute you know we tended to either buy you know buy all of the chapter books basically because i wanted to know we could have them that's a multi-week thing but yeah. For picture books i I really didn't want to have to own all the picture books. No. um we did buy a few of them, but um in general, we, it's why we did those videos, so you can find something different if your library doesn't have what you're looking for. so yeah I was, I was kind of bummed that sometimes they they didn't have a chapter well
0: and, and then paring on to that, sometimes we you you like to have some additional selections or or options that maybe were recommended to you. In case that book wasn't available.
1: Right. And so at the beginning of the Builder Library, she does give you alternate recommendations for each country. And there's like three or four books or something that she does. I, I We're book people. I would love to see, you know, I want to see 10 or plus books that we could look at. And, you know, you don't have to pick all of them, but I wanted a little bit more on the book recommendations, which is why we did the videos. So see our videos and our resource guides. We made yeah. resource guides for every country with Books and videos and recipes and movies and documentaries and games because what we really wanted was a whole bunch more information that we could then, you know, make some more decisions if we wanted to go for a deeper study.
0: So beyond that, like, you know, what what are the things that we subbed in? You know, sometimes things don't work. Sometimes... You know, we don't like the books that they have recommended or they're just not working for us. You know, w- w- were there things that we subbed in?
1: Yeah. So the main one for Build Your Library was we did not use the global art book. I took a look at it from the library and there was a couple of art projects in there that of the ones I looked through that gave me pause. You know, <laughs> anything that requires phone wire. Yeah. <laughs> To be done, I just, you know, we're more of a paper crafts type of family. We are. We are a a low preparation type of crafting family. If If it doesn't include, like, paper and, you know, paper bags, paper plates, popsicle sticks paint, glue, crayons, you know, like we're very simple crafters. So I went ahead and got the Around the World Art and Activities book, which is from the older edition of Build Your Library uh, Zero before she did the 2020 update. And uh, the book is out of print. So I went ahead and just bought it used. I got it for like six bucks. I really liked that because it was all paper crafts and I feel like paper crafts are very kindergarten, the global art book, while they looked neat, definitely required a lot of forethought and materials. So for us, the art and activities book around the world was just the perfect level of kindergarten, you know, let's make a Statue of Liberty out of a paper bag and a toilet paper roll. You know, this it, is it that kind of thing. It,
0: it's stuff that if you have an art caddy like we have, that's filled with the basics like scissors and paper and glue and, and hole punches and things of that nature, crayons and markers you can do almost any one of these activities right. and for me again going back to that kind of we talked a little bit about earlier the time aspect if you're having to spend 10 15 minutes to set up for an art art thing that they're gonna only spend 10 minutes on and you do that
1: and you need a trip to the store yeah. to buy supplies <laughs>
0: yeah exactly and then you do that 36 straight weeks I mean think about how many hours you're wasting just setting up things so yeah. having something that is a little bit more Teacher friendly, <laughs> yes. You know, with respect to your time and something you can set up like, oh, while wow, they're doing this activity or or watching this video, you can set it up. Something that's a little bit easier, I think, is a lot of, a lot more helpful. Um, as well as you don't have to run to the store, the Michaels every week exactly. to to get fifty different things and spend eighty dollars a week on <laughs> doing crafts. Yeah. It's sort of like that, um, like, Hey, let's let's make Indian food this week and I am really feeling like tikka Masala and it's like, Okay, now we spent eighty dollars and get all the ingredients and you're like, Wow, I could have just gone to the Indian store yes. restaurant and gotten the food, yes, right? That's true. One of those type of things. We we don't want to run into the seventy eight dollar tomato yeah. problem that we we tend to run into. So, it, it, it was true. And yeah. and
1: the other book that we subbed was mm-hmm. the the Atlas for Build Your Library. Yeah. It, we didn't feel like that atlas was any specific. We got the Wild Animal Atlas, which is good because it goes with the science. But we just used the Smithsonian Children's Atlas that yep. Torchlight, the Torchlight had. I really think you could sub just about any children's atlas, and you would be fine.
0: Yep. FYI, absolutely. So that was build your library. Let's head into Torchlight. You know what were the things that we you know liked about it?
1: So there was a really wide book list, and the books yeah. are all new and cool and um they were just they were so appealing they were hip they were hip there was a lot of included books there was a lot of picture books there were there was a ton of literature books yeah. uh heavy lengthy literature books yeah. and there was uh in in the in the curriculum they give like another you know seven or eight book recommendations and they mm-hmm. and they give an older learner book recommendation too Uh, They also include in the curriculum recommendations for videos and for music, which I thought was really great. Um, Just explicitly called out. Build Your Library does give those occasionally sprinkled in throughout the like, oh, it's day whatever. Oh, you might want to check out a video about this. You know, occasionally they do that, but this had it as a as a part of every section. Was on the, you know, the the videos and the music. So I thought that that was really good. And,
0: and they did more of a checklist instead of the day by day.
1: Yeah. So, it, you know, I,
0: in some respects that can be easier, to, uh, especially if you are that mentality that you like to just check things off. I, I'm sort of like that. You know, I like to just take things off the top. Um, a lot of times when I'm doing homeschooling, I I can't do what they want me to do on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday you know, I had like the parent partnership, and I got sports. Right, Monday and Friday are tend to be my big days. So if you could just give me a list of the things I got to do, yeah, that is nice. And I can just go check, 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 and I can just run through it. You know, it take me an hour, hour and a half, and I can just you know read an ocean of books. We can watch a couple of videos, and we can talk about stuff and do some art activities, and I can do three days worth of work in one day. Right. And that's not out of the question for me. And I guess this
1: is a good point to say that we did that often where we would... That was my schedule for a long time. We would have only a couple of days a week where we would focus on reading all of the books and doing the art activities. And then the other days of that week, uh, we would do videos, movie, a recipe, Mm -hmm. and that would be the way we were connecting. But as far as like the, the heavy lifting of the books, we would really just do them on a couple of days.
0: It was a Monday, Friday thing for me mostly. And then I would just pick like... it. We always had a lot of books. We always had like 20 or 30 um, children's books to read, way beyond what what was. Yeah, over that two week period. Yeah, it was a combination of the two and then some. And so I found myself reading like, you know, eight or nine or 10 on Monday, eight or nine or 10 on Friday, and then I would just read a couple through the week.
1: Yeah, and we would watch videos and things too. Yeah,
0: we would load them in. So. Now let's talk a little bit about what we didn't like. So what were the so, things?
1: So many of the, the so there's picture books and there's literature books. Many of the literature books did not pertain in any way to a region or country of the world. They were just a book that was a kindergarten book. And we liked many of them. Like, Mercy Watson's is a great example. It's a really yeah. cute series about a pig. Uh, we loved them, but they had no... They didn't pertain in any way to the regions. I think that you're reading the, one of the Mercy Watson books in like the week you're doing Russia. So, I mean, I think it's kind of a mixed bag there for me because we liked those books, but they didn't pertain at all. I kind of wish that they it's just... It's almost like they
0: chose quality over applicability.
1: Yeah. W- whereas I really appreciated that Build Your Library went with a quality book that was also applicable. Yeah. Um... I kind of wish the Torchlight would have just had a list of all of the literature books that they, and would have just said, hey, throughout the year, these are some great books for kindergartners, read them at your leisure. But the fact that they had to like line them up by week with things that they didn't pertain to, I just kind of found a little bit irksome because I was, you know, looking to dive into it. And, and I remember our daughter being like, mommy what is this we we read a book today ivy and uh as we were finishing antarctica this week and this was our last day and we finished it um and she was like i but i never figured out how that went with antarctica and i go oh no baby it wasn't supposed to it was just and she goes oh well it was a good book you know so yeah. i kind of would have wanted them to just put a list at the beginning and said hey here's some great kindergarten books read these when you can yeah, right. but pairing them up with with weeks was very pointless in my opinion um so there were characters a character building module in this which uses um the spine was uh molly and keela
0: yeah molly and keela
1: and uh it was boring and uh,
0: the The morals the stories were obvious the stories were like 25 percent too long and they had this kind of like looping nature in the way they told the story and you just kind of like they're just solving these problems, and they're just so obviously well, and they're and, yeah.
1: and they and they're just they're so heavy-handed. They're really, the and then morals the, are like ugh.
0: Well, and you read the story, and they weren't very good. And then at the end, you have like a dozen questions at the end where you're just like wow, you're reading way more into this story than I thought. Yeah, I, I get
1: what they were trying to go for, but yeah. man, that book was a total flop we, for we, us. We
0: ended up bailing on it, I think sometime in South America.
1: Thank goodness I did yeah. not buy that book. We yeah. just got it from the library and we were like, this is terrible. Yeah. Our, our kids saw right through it. Like there was yeah. no, it, it was almost like... Uh,
0: it's funny because a lot it was of like, times... It was almost
1: like curriculum. It yeah, felt like curriculum. It
0: felt more like, us. yeah, it felt more schooly. Um, but the... The thing that I, I always laughed about is that a lot of times the children's books that we were reading, just the regular picture books, had great moral tales and, you know, great, great, you know, learning about virtues and, and whatnot. And and we didn't need that. thing, Right. right? You didn't we, need that. We
1: didn't need that. All the other really rich children's books had great messaging and things. Yeah, I agree. I thought that that part was not necessary. Um Part of the problem with Torchlight is while those books are are snazzy and very appealing, they're so new that a lot of them aren't at the library. Yeah, so, you really have to decide one, if you have a great library system and we do have a very good library system here outside Seattle. It is very good and even our library didn't have some of these books. If you have a smaller library, you're going to have to buy most of these books or you're going to have to sub and do something different, which kind of defeats part of the purpose of Torchlight if you have to sub the books because the books is really the the shining Star of torchlight is how cool these picture books are um so if you have to choose different ones like what's the point so you know just know if you have a very small library system or no access to a library if you're at a foreign service station or something you're gonna have to buy all the books um, yeah. and, and they're going to be more expensive whereas exactly. build your library books if you are in a foreign location or somewhere where you're going to have to buy them anyways um they're going to be cheaper because most of the books are slightly older and you know you can get them used so the other thing that I didn't care for with Torchlight is that the art didn't pertain to the country or region in yeah. any way. So it was just collage art. We did it for a couple weeks and then we were like, eh. So we just tossed that. We didn't do it for the rest of the time. Yeah. Um, so we talked about the Builder Library. Uh,
0: the animal study. The
1: animal one. Yeah. research pages. That was their kind of overarching project through the whole thing. Torchlight had these Torchlight Trek articles where you're supposed to write about a famous person or... I think it was a place or an event, maybe. I am vaguely remembering it because it was way too advanced for a kindergartner and our kindergartner did not do it. No. So we, we did like we tried to do one and realized like, oh, my goodness, this is more like a second grade business. Um, so that was really kind of a bummer because their whole, you know, overarching project was not really doable.
0: It was gonna require a lot of heavy hand a heavy hand on your side yeah as educator.
1: okay that's probably more accurate a kindergartner could do this but you're gonna to have to guide do a lot of the guiding and to do all the writing and, and, and you're yeah. gonna I mean it was something that would have required a ton of hand holding uh which if we have to hold hands that much I just feel like that's just more work we don't need so no. yeah so uh, yeah you could do it but I don't think that it was a appropriate level yeah. for and, kinder. And, and
0: applying that, as well as some of the complexity with the chapter books in the literature selection, it's not necessarily for those, you know, on the younger skew of a four to five. Yeah, you know, four or five range. I don't know if it's if it's a very good thing. Like the the books, the children's books, the books that they recommend, those picture books. Okay, fine. The
1: picture books are good, but some of the chapter chapter books, books were a
0: little bit longer. It's and I know everybody's listening. You know what we're about to say. It's the font size, right? It's that font size difference between say a magic tree house book mm-hmm. and say like a what's the race to the Wild book? Yeah, like you and I know like there's like I think a two point font difference <laughs> right. between the two and
1: and how many pictures right?
0: yeah, and you can easily know that like okay, that book's a lot more challenging because it's the chapters are longer, there's way more reading. It's gonna take longer to get through. Versus something like a Magic Treehouse book where you can sit down and, you know, 30 minutes you can read the entire book.
1: I, I really, what I'm looking for in a kindergarten chapter book is a book that um, and reads... Things, sorry,
0: things like, like this matter because, again, it's the amount of time you're having to put into this, right? right? well, and it's... Especially a, if you're combining these It's the comprehension, yeah. too, of your kids, All you know? It,
1: I'm yeah. looking for a kindergarten book to be, a, to be quick through the chapters. Yeah. I'm looking for it to have... Uh, occasional drawings. It doesn't have to have a drawing on every page, clearly, but every few pages in a kindergarten chapter book, I would like for there to be some sort of a line sketch or something. Um, there were some books for Torchlight mm-hmm. that were like three week reads. <laughs>
0: they were very long. They well, were um, very long. Were they the Missy Piggle Wiggle ones?
1: Missy Piggle Wiggles were three week okay, reads. Tom li- Tom and Nutmeg was also like a three week t- read. Tom Tom and Nutmeg. That has, was very long.
0: It was like a there's like three or four novellas in that one book, right? That you had.
1: Yeah. That book was huge. We didn't even get through the whole book and it was good.
0: Yeah. Missy Piggle was really good. And, but it's a legit 300 page Mm -hmm. book. Like you're, you're, and it's not, I mean, I'm not talking about like paperback throwaway paperback type of font size where it's, you know, 80,000 words. I mean, they're probably 50,000 words, but I mean, you're talking spending, you know, seven, eight hours Mm -hmm. reading a book to your kid and it's, that's that's a big investment, especially with like the length of the story. Right. The Missy Piggle Wiggle was really just, at some point, it was a loose collection of short stories.
1: And several of the books that yeah. were chosen for Torchlight were Tum Tum and Nutmeg, same. It was different short stories. I mean, we really liked them. Uh, again, I-
0: Was there a general arc across those short stories? I didn't read Tum Tum. Yeah,
1: there read. was an arc and I liked it. And Tum yeah. Tum and Nutmeg Piggle was Wiggle, great.
0: Missy Piggle Wiggle had that as well. But it felt like every chapter was like, oh, here's a new kid who has a problem, and here comes Missy Pigglewiggle to fix it. But you yeah. know, th- through those chapters, through all those chapters, there were references to this larger story arc that was occurring over the top of it. So, I, I got to yeah. say,
1: I liked the books. I'm not yeah. saying that I didn't, and our daughter really enjoyed them. But like I said, I would have really enjoyed a giant book list and just said, hey go through these at your leisure this year. And we would have, because what we, what we ended up doing was sometimes we waited to start the next chapter book until we were at that week. Like if we finished the other chapter book early, we wouldn't just start the next one. And I kind of wish at some point we started doing that, but early on we didn't. And we like kind of lost ground
0: there. and, And I mean, let's be honest, you're sitting there and you got this huge crate of books. You got two weeks to go through them all chapter, you know, the kids picture books are really good. And then you have your, you know, the way we stacked them, we had our literature selection right up front. And you're like, wow, I could grab the 300 page (laughs) Missy Piggle Wiggle, or I can grab the 70 page Magic Treehouse book, and then the 80 page Greetings from Somewhere, and then the, the, you know, two other books. And those are all shorter than this one book. And you just, there were a few weeks where we but just flat out like didn't get to it. We, You know, we got just, to
1: part of it or we read yeah, it later. I mean, yeah. we're catching up on a couple of the chapter books. Yeah, That's we're still why, reading right now. Yeah. yeah, we're still reading a few of the chapter books that didn't have any country um pertinence. And so before we i re- so I'm, we're going to get through all of them so we can record reviews for YouTube about the different chapter books. But so look for that. But in basic, I just, I would have rather a giant list and said, these are great books for kindergartners. Read through these uh, when you get to it because they didn't have anything to do with the last thing that I would say about Torchlight was the science was random. Oh, yeah. So the science was a six-book series of Zoe and Sassafresh, which we talked about. Our daughter absolutely loved them. I think that they were great as far as introducing scientific concepts of, of scientific process, um, of how to experiment and how to think logically and that kind of thing. But the science experiment books, it was um, – a uh, big science for little people yeah. or something. There there were some
0: good science in there. They were just random experiments
1: yeah. though. They had yeah. no pertinence to yeah. the country. They didn't have a lot of background as to why that science worked. It we, was like we, just we flashy experiments. Yeah, we talked you know? a little
0: bit about this in the Evan Moore uh, STEM book where they folded in multiple experiments and, and ideas under an overarching concept, whether it's like the physical sciences or the natural sciences or you know what whatever that might be like okay here's a bunch of stuff that pertains to nature and we're going to do three or four experiments that pertain to nature right it, there has to be some governing principle very similar to what we the argument that we said regarding you know when you're covering a bunch of uh, countries if you can if you can stay within that continent it helps to reinforce right. what you're learning same idea here with respect to science is that if you're going to be teaching a bunch of scientific principles or doing a bunch of experiments it's great to do an experiment. And so in that experiment, you as a teacher can tell your student, remember what we did last week? This pertains to that same idea of, I don't know, gravity, right? We're doing various gravity experiments or we're doing like things that pertain to friction or whatever it might be, right? We can do multiple things and it they all feed into a larger concept or a larger larger idea or theme. These were just experiments, and it was yeah. it, like the the learner does them. It's fun, ha! Huh, it's exciting. They don't even know they're doing science. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. we
1: did water in a in a plastic bag, and we poked a, a there's a pencil through it, and it doesn't leak. Yeah. You know, and she's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. You know, it's, like it's almost that. like a magic trick. She's yeah. not getting. I didn't feel like she was really getting anything out of it or building anything yeah. cohesive, at least with the animal science. I felt like she learned and she retained some of that. So,
0: exactly. Okay. So, that off was off my soapbox about yeah, science. That's a build your library. That was Torchlight. We kind of broke down both of them, what we did, what we didn't like. And, you know, listen when we say we don't like things that's fine doesn't mean we didn't like the curriculum or anything you know we're just being critical about everything we, we do right we're, we we're say, just trying to you know, give all of the information all the information in
1: general I think they were both, both great and and either one I think is good but well
0: let's get down to the the bottom, line. The if bottom you, line if you only had to do one which one would you do
1: I would do build your library I would do it as well it is an easy open and go day by day instruction and then I would add the torchlight books. Yeah as you need or want to if I you agree. want to add extra. So that would be my advice. If you can only do one, you don't want a combo, you don't want to worry about it. I would recommend build your library. Yep.
0: So combining two weeks for each.
1: So, yeah, I think that combining two weeks for each is a bit of overkill if your learner isn't interested in that area. So, what our recommendation is is maybe do a continent some continent overviews with your learner before you start or mm-hmm. or maybe you want to do that you know, when you get to the new continent, when you do that overview week, I mean, you know, figure out how you want to do this, but I would find a way to give your learner some sort of overview that you can then determine their level of interest in different areas and decide to spend more time there and less on the areas that they're not super into because they're naturally going to, you know, enjoy it more if they're interested. Um, And don't be afraid to bundle regions together if your learner's just not that into it. We kind of felt like, because, well, we wanted to be comprehensive for our daughter, but also we wanted to be comprehensive for all of you. We didn't want to skip anything. Yeah, right. We didn't want to be like, well, she wasn't that into Southeast Asia, so we just didn't do it. And, and you know, so, But I don't think you should be afraid to skip yeah. something if your kid's just not into it.
0: Exactly. And some of these recommendations is, you know, as we were going through this curriculum and we were just talking between the two of us, you know, we've got a three-year-old who's coming up. and. Right she's going to do this thing. we're going to do this and, again and we kept asking ourselves the question of okay we're, we're doing this comprehensive thing for our oldest and for you know other ancillary reasons but when we get our 3-year-old and she's 5 and she starts this thing you know what what would we want you to know you know H- how would, how, we, do how, how would we do this differently with our you know our kid the second time around.
1: Right. And so, yeah, let's, we'll talk about the very end, yeah. what our plan is for our next go around based on where we're at now. I am glad that we did, that I we did, did what we did because yeah. we gained an incredible amount of knowledge as a family. But our advice would be maybe you don't want to do two weeks for everything. Yeah. If your kid's just not that interested, if you, if you're thinking about combining,
0: um, how about the people out there who have, you know, some heritage, you know, they're from a different country or maybe they're they're They have some, you know, the immigrant story or something of that nature, that they have a lot of connection to a certain region of the world, you know, what should they do there?
1: Yeah, I think that we found time and again that when our daughter had some sort of personal connection to an area,
0: or even a friend at school who was from a certain yeah, area. Yeah, it could yeah. be your or own. Or like your coworker. Right.
1: right. I, I have several coworkers from India. Our daughter was so into studying India because she knew that I worked with women from India and she wanted me to ask them questions and she wanted to learn how they tie their saris and yeah. she wanted to eat the food and just different stuff, right? She was all into it. So if you've got family heritage in a country, um, if you have an, have an upcoming trip or you have taken a trip, we took a trip, several several trips around to different countries in Europe and we went to Iceland at one point. So when we studied Northern Europe and stuff, we were able to show her pictures of our trip to Iceland and it the connection that she made to that was so much deeper. So if you got a trip planned or a trip you've already taken, you work with somebody, you're friends with somebody, you got a family connection or heritage or whatever, really like, Lean into that and leverage where you can because we found that the deepest, yeah, most even engaged like, learning. Spend an
0: extra week there. You know. Right,
1: right. You know, for us, we have a lot of family history in the British Isles. We spent three weeks in the British Isles. I think I'd do it again. There was so much to cover. Spend in that a little area. bit more
0: time in Spain because we actually took our daughter, our oldest, to Spain when she was one and a half. She doesn't remember it, but we were able to pull up those pictures.
1: Right. we And we spent more time studying that. And so if you've got some way to personalize this, leverage it and find a way to personalize it is our recommendation
0: now they're out there they get that weak they're staring down the barrel of you know some country some
1: country nobody's interested in
0: yeah whoever that is we're not gonna <laughs> single out anybody no 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 it could yeah. be anything it could and, be and any know what? reason for any we had whatsoever. ones that
1: I mean I was like really excited to do France with our daughter because you know I, I studied French in school and I've always had a special place in my heart for France and I've been to France several times and she was kind of like, meh. Yeah, I want the crepes. Yeah, she wanted the crepes and then not, not a whole lot else, right? Like, she was interested in Paris a little bit. So, look, if your kid's not into it, don't force it, is what we would say. Yeah. It's okay, I think, we think, it's okay to skip something if you're not that into it. Because your child is not going to remember all the places if you skipped France. They're not gonna. They're not gonna remember that way. The whole point of this entire thing is not for them to remember every country and all these facts, but yeah. for them to have a global appreciation that the world is a big place with lots of different people in it, and understanding people live their lives differently and eat differently and different climates just and immersion. all that kind it's of stuff. It's about immersion. Yeah. So, don't be hard on yourself mm-hmm. if your kiddo is not into something, or if you're not into something spend your time elsewhere. There are so many amazing places to study in the world and places we were surprised about. There were some places we were kind of not as excited to to study. And then when we started getting into them, we're like, wow, this was awesome. So, you know, maybe sometimes you got to take a chance when you think maybe it might, it might be something to spark your interest. Or if you're not sure, maybe get a couple books from the library, read them yourself before you plan that week and decide if this is one you want to plunge in on or not. Yeah. But Don't beat yourself up if you skip something.
0: And also the the kind of buttresses with that is don't let your knowledge impact what you try to cover in a country. It's like Mm -hmm. if Italy becomes pasta week (laughs) and that's all you guys study is pasta, pasta, pasta. And your kid's super into it. And you're like, wait a minute. What about all the art? What about all the history? The Romans? The this, the that? What about the Renaissance? And it's like the kid's like, no, it's pasta week at our household, mom, we want to.
1: We, we did this. We made pasta. Yeah. We talked about family history. It's, that your family's Italian, it, it's and okay so we got all this history and pasta. Yeah, we and we and we watched a bunch of videos about yeah. of Italian grandmas making sauce, and we studied yeah. pizza. And it's okay.
0: You're you're not a bad parent if grandma goes, "Ooh, what are you studying this week? Ooh, we're in Italy. Oh, I love the art and the Roman history and everything." And the kids like. I don't know what any of that is. It's just pasta. <laughs>
1: right. Like sometimes your, your kiddo just gets into some yeah. part of it, some aspect. For us in Italy week, it was all about food. She didn't want to do anything but talk about the food and yeah. watch videos about the food and make food from scratch. And I got to say, I was happy with this plan <laughs> um, because it's Italian food, yeah. but that's okay. Like it's it's cool if they want to deviate there were some weeks that she wasn't really into doing the animal research thing she wasn't very it was kind of funny in europe you're like they've killed off most they've
0: killed off all their animals
1: <laughs> like there's not as many wild places in, in some of these places I, anymore I, see, I kid ingest I kid, I kid. ingest but it was kind of funny because a lot of the animals that are there are similar to the animals we have here yeah. because you know for obvious reasons well, they were and, brought over and that might be a ne- that might be
0: a negative when you're doing um the, staying in the one continent now. In some con, you know, in the continent like in South America, you can. There's a lot of biodiversity. Oh sure. But when you're in Europe and you're just like going from like the Netherlands to Belgium to France, you're like, there ain't that many different animals between the three of these countries. You know? Yeah,
1: well, right. Or different animals than we have here. <laughs> you got to right? really
0: stretch your way into like the Alps to say, okay, there's some, uh, you know, some big mountain, uh, goat. mountain goats and right. stuff. Right. Because <laughs> yeah,
1: we did reindeer and stuff. So we did Finland. So yeah. It's true. So yes. you know there there could be some projects and things that your child. This what I'm saying is that,
0: and, in mainland Europe, there's not a lot of land mam, large land mammals anymore, other than humans.
1: There's bears, right? Uh, yeah,
0: a few a in the few? mountains. Again, you got to stretch into the places. where nobody's true. Living, yeah.
1: That's true. So it's okay if you don't cover everything, and and going with that as well. Follow your learner's rabbit holes, right? Sometimes your kid is super into something, like our kiddos into pasta and making things from scratch, and we just went with it. We were like, you know what? We're gonna abandon all these books that I had got from the library that were about different parts about art, and we were like, nah, we're just we're just gonna go with with Eden because that's what she wants to do.
0: And then something that we were stressing on our videos and uh, when we're on our YouTube channel, where we're doing the week by week, we're reviewing everything. We were really trying to talk about this idea of narrowing down your focus when you yeah. get to a country or a region. To you know, we were kind of saying like, focus on two things. You know, sometimes it might be a or na- even one thing or one thing. You know, if that country is really known for one thing go ahead, focus on that. But you try to focus on like one or two things and that can really drive home a theme through the week or at least get you started and maybe you end up finding something else that you're really interested in. But like if you have a lot of natural beauty, like for example, if you're in Switzerland, you know, you want to talk about the natural beauty of the mountains and the skiing and the, you know, the winter sports and all this wonderful stuff. And then maybe you also want to talk about food or chocolate or something of that nature. You know, having two big things that they can remember allows them Mm -hmm. to carry that information forward and lets that country be memorable. They can tie an experience or something that they learned to that country. I think it helps make it more memorable, whether it's a region or an individual country.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're talking about kindergarten level here. And even if you're doing with an older learner, I think, you know, finding something that you can like say, this is what we're really going for this week. It helped our daughter quite a bit and, and it kept us from going. Otherwise you can kind of go everywhere, especially with videos. we,
0: We had to do that on the fly. Like we got like at the First, I don't know. We were like six or seven weeks in. And I'm like, man, there's a lot to cover. There's a lot to talk about. I don't think she's really like, she's, she's not, not remembering anything. All this stuff. And uh, I think once we got into South South America, and I think when we hit Brazil, I said, I'm just going to focus on two things, really big things. We're going to do Carnival, and we're going to do the rainforest, yep. and we're just going to focus there. Right. And, and all the re-
1: videos we talk about, we're yeah, just going to do that. I
0: just want to focus on those two things, like rainforest, you know, natural beauty and animals, and we're going to watch a lot of crazy videos of people dancing. And and those two things is what we're going to look about and, you know, we're going to focus on. And that really started to work. And I think we carried that all the way through.
1: And I don't, you know, I think it's good for the learner because they're certainly, they're young. But I think in many ways, this it's is easier. good for us. It's easier for us too. Because otherwise, like you said, we feel like there's there's a weight on us about wanting to cover more, right? Like, gosh, I want them to know more about these countries. There's so much to know. Some of these countries... The information available is so deep. There are so many books. You know, we talk about like something like the British Isles. Oh, my goodness. Talk about books and videos and movies. And there's so much that it, if you can find a focus, it's so helpful to you because you can be like, oh, I don't have to worry about these other things. I'm just focusing on these pieces that I really want my kid to take away from this country or region.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, also be cognizant of the glaze on the eyes because <laughs> you may read a lot of books um and you may get a lot more books t- to read during the week um we kind of ran into this a little bit
1: yeah where we were just we just got we're too just many books plowing through books and partially and we did it because we wanted to be able to give you all the best book recommendations yeah, right. but sometimes our kiddo was well, like i we, well we know. started having
0: problems like i think through africa we, there were a lot of countries and regions that tended to have like five or six books written about the same thing like the jane goodall was a good example oh yeah there's like, like five jane goodall books and yeah. each one told the same. We're, in we're, Pakistan
1: it was all Malala. Yeah, yeah, all Malala. Yeah,
0: and then right now in uh, Antarctica, we read three books on Shackleton's journey, which you know, top ten you know adventure stories of all time, because they did not die. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dickens. Um, but uh, yeah, so they, uh, you know, they tend to ha- they batch some. In some regions, they batch a lot of stories. So you could just if you get three or four books. I did this a few times where I read the same story. And my my daughter's like, Dad, we've read this a few times now. Right. We need to move on. So like in our
1: videos, we usually will show like, oh, these are three different books all about the same topic. This was the best one or pick any of them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you might not want to pick a bunch of repeat. Again, we read more for you guys. We we did this all for you. But, you know, be aware if your learner's just not into it. um, You know, you may be... Maybe you pulled in too many books and you want to pare it down for the following weeks.
0: Also, adding in media. This is something, you, you know, you did a lot of the heavy lifting on the literature because you'd like to read a night with them. And then the movies as well. Um, and I did a lot of the media on the videos. And we kind of paired the two together. I think that helps to make a lot more connections. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, seeing people doing things, watching people say things, I think it's just, it's a very it's something they can relate to right. at a level that I think is a little bit beyond just like these little, you know, these children's books. I think seeing people doing living and experiencing is I think way more impactful than you know, yeah. a short book.
1: Yeah, the videos and the movies I think really stuck with it them. Was. We tried to find a lot of a, documentaries too. We did a lot of documentaries. We tried to find a movie that we could watch that was, you know, kid appropriate for every country region. And we weren't we always successful we yeah. but most of the time we found something to watch that they could get into. And I think that they really took a lot away from that.
0: Absolutely. So let's get into what we would do. The next time around when you come around this again. And then we know there's some families out there that might be doing this. And then they know, okay, we're going to come back and we're going to revisit this right. with a younger learner, but then with our older kid, we're actually going to fold them back in, and that's kind of something that we're planning. That's on
1: exactly do. what we're going to do. Our younger daughter is three; our older is six and a half. When our younger is five, when we basically when we think she can handle it, um, our older will be eight and a half at that point, and we're going to do this again. Um, and at that point, we're going to try to get the girls in lockstep on the same level. And we're so, going to
0: we're, we're going to focus on lifting up some of the content, maybe even pulling in that. Uh, torchlight, the journaling aspect. Yes. Because she'll gonna, be old enough to do we're that. We're going
1: to pull in Torchlight Trek for our older daughter. Yeah. yeah so we're Torch going to lift up the
0: books, have some spines and maybe even have our older daughter start to read some of those stories. Yeah. That, that's what I like to call... Um, Uh, division of labor and education (laughs) having that older kid actually do all the education and you're just kind of this overseer you know and i'm i'm the administrator you
1: know we enjoy the picture books so much (laughs) i enjoyed them as an adult i think our eight and a half year old will definitely enjoy them you know when she's that age um i think that it's easier to make these levels harder it is hard to make these levels easier uh, again, build your library. I think you could definitely do with, uh, you know, four if you had to. There might be some stuff that's over their head. Torchlight, absolutely not. So, what we're going to do the next time, we are going to do build your library. We are gonna we are going to uh, toss out the torchlight, um, you know, curriculum most of it. Um, we're gonna take our favorite books from Torchlight, and we will sprinkle them in. Mm-hmm. Um so basically we're going to do the build your library framework we're going to bring in the t- books from Torschley and most notably we found a that was that a liked. lot of books that we love that weren't in either curriculum by the way mm-hmm. that you can find in our YouTube videos um and we will pull in our favorite books from this time around and we will watch our favorite movies and the things that we've that we really enjoyed and what we're going to do is we're going to spend more time on the areas that we we loved, like, you know, the British Isles, mm-hmm. Italy, China. China, there were some countries, uh, Brazil, you know, that we, mm-hmm. Mexico, we loved those. There was so much good, there was so much food and culture and cool things to study about and our kids really got into it. We're going to stretch those out and we are going to bundle some other regions together yeah. that, you know, maybe just aren't. You know, weren't quite as interesting to us this time around, and and we're just going to be okay with that. We maybe will have our older learner read a book or look at that area so that they're she's more familiar because she'll be a little bit older. But yeah. we're gonna we're gonna just use the Build Your Library framework and bring in the best books from Torchlight and ourselves, and you know. Lengthen weeks where our personal family interests lie. Yeah. So that's how we're going to approach this the next time around. And we're not going to be afraid to make some skips. So Skipping I'd like to regions, do this yeah. in like, I want to do yeah. this in in like 50 weeks next yeah. time. You know, our think, this plan was a I bit think long.
0: I think it's very doable to to prune off about 20 weeks of time. Um, those yeah. overview weeks, I don't know if we'll do those as much. And um, I, I don't know, I like the overview
1: where... weeks, but you're like, you, you could do just overview couple of days. You yeah, don't right. have to do a week on You'd it. You do like
0: one or two days on it yeah. anyway. So yeah, I think there's a, a couple of regions where they can be kind of crunched down. Um, and you can pick like the most notable country of that region. You know, there's some regions where there's like five or six countries and they're all very similar. Um, and then just... Pick the one that is, you know, whether it's like geopolitically most important or, mm-hmm. you know, something that the kid may may know in the news. Or if you, if you see a region and you know inside that region because you've gone through this before or if you're going through it the first time and you know there's something really cool in that area, you know, that might be the thing you jump on. Like, for example, if you're like in the Middle East and your kid really loves Egypt, you just might say, okay, we're going to focus on Egypt. We'll touch a little bit on the other countries, but we'll really focus on Egypt. That was kind of our flow towards the end where we were just saying, well, there's a lot of countries here. There's not a lot of content. I'm going to pick one that's really good and then kind of pick something that kind of touches all of them. That's why we kind of stress the, you know, the ecosystem. If there's something novel there, like for example, the Sahara, if you're doing North Africa, you're just going to do the Sahara and then maybe some other aspect of the, of the region, maybe like, you know, whatever it's, if it's Egypt and you want to do Egyptian history and then the Sahara. For the most, you, you'll you'll touch all those countries in some way, right? Th- that type of philosophy. If you're doing something in, like, say, South America, like with the Andes, you know, you might touch Chile, Ecuador, and Peru all as one, and just kind of do like an Andes thing, right? And kind of like approach it in that manner, right? We might wundle. do
1: st- we might do things more regionally and yeah. less country specific, because you're right. Like, like maybe the next time around, we would say. We're going to do South America. We're going to study the Amazon. Yeah, and and we're going to in that fold in all the countries that have yeah. you know that, that are part of the Amazon. But That's, we're not going to study all the countries individually.
0: Yeah, the Amazon and and the Sahara are great examples of that. Where like the Amazon, we always associate with like Brazil, but you know Colombia, Venezuela, Bolivia, Ecuador, Ecuador Peru. They all the the half of their country is in the Amazon, right? right? So like you could touch a whole swath of countries mm-hmm. with respect to that, and then Maybe touch on a few others that are interesting,
1: and I you. like that idea of saying, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna study the Amazon for two weeks, or we're gonna study the Andes." Eastern Europe, Eastern a week.
0: Europe's another good example of that, right? Like, like I have some uh, heritage in, uh, from Hungary, right? And we we may focus on that because that's okay. That's you know my heritage, right? And kind of group the other countries as kind of like, okay, and these are also in this region. Now they're all very culturally different, but you know we're going to focus on this one right that type of thing
1: right so that's our plan for the next time around use build your library and then add additional weeks to mm-hmm. countries we're really interested in and maybe you know skip or reduce some things that we yeah. we aren't as interested in to you know make it a more enjoyable time all the way around for us but absolutely whatever plan you do whether you do build your library whether you do torchlight whether you combine them Or you do some amalgamation, or you build your library as a base, add in torchlight books, you know, whatever you want to do, I think we can agree. This was really an incredible time. And we are being picky. Yeah. (laughs) We are really being picky. I think either of these curriculums is totally fine. fine. If you're like, you love with the torchlight book list and you just really want to do that, man, go for it. Like I think that's fine. They're both great. We're just trying to be really in the weeds and comprehensive for you. If you're not sure what to pick, or you well, really want this was a the lot. And, and
0: we're not going to lie, if you choose any of the curriculums, or even if you bundle it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot to go through. Yeah. This is not. This is not just getting a workbook for like, you know, like the math <laughs> curriculum, true. right? This is not. This is way more than say, okay, here we are. We're going to do first grade math, or here we are. We're going to do you know, explode the code, or. Singapore mm-hmm. math or whatever it might be, or logic of English, this is an intense thing that you're going to be spending a lot of time on. Um, not not too much time, but no, you're, it, it's going to be this dominating thing. Yeah, it's a huge commitment. It's a
1: commitment. But I, I think on the time, and this is a good thing to add, yeah. if you follow the curriculum as written.
0: It's not a lot of time. It's
1: not a lot of time. I mean, it really isn't. You're, you
0: might spend as much as you spend doing math and English every day as you do on that curriculum. Maybe probably less. Probably less. Probably less. I mean, you're talking about depends like... On how depends how, how much media you want to do. And like, if you think about it, if you if add But if yeah. you
1: do it as written, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. You, can, you can go from as written, which is you're going to read sure. like one picture book, a chapter, a night from a chapter book. You're going to read a couple of pages from five spines, like two pages from five spines. You're going to do one art project and you're going to do a recipe. Like that's it, right? So yeah. if you wanted to just do this as written, because you, maybe you've got a lot going on, you're at a co-op, you've got other or, things. Or you've you, got a lot of kids. you got a lot of kids. And you're like, hey, I, I, I don't have time to expand this thing. If you just want to do the curriculum as written, this is totally doable. It it's is true. not a lot of time. It's only a handful of hours a but week. It, but if you, but you like can it, it expand can grow it to whatever you right. want it to be. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like a goldfish. It yeah. grows to the size of the bowl. So <laughs> <laughs> you can, if you give this more time, there is always more you can add. And for yeah. us, this was a pretty dominant part of the last year and a half of our lives, yeah. and we wanted more media and we wanted more books because our daughter is voracious for you know reading, and so she just wants more. And so we did that for her. But this doesn't have to be your experience. You do not have to go to this level that we went to. It's just so you know, you can be crazy like us, or you can just go with it as written and take the easier path. Yeah. So I don't want anyone to think that it is this mountain of work um because it really isn't uh, but you can make it so
0: you can make it it and it
1: was oftentimes it was a fun mountain of work i mean let's be honest when we did i keep going back to the british Isles because i think that was my favorite i I tell you what we had like a movie every other night we were reading all these great books. good food if you lay out amazing if you lay
0: out your daily schedule i'm telling you what you got math you got reading and you got your curriculum whatever it might be your literature curriculum i tell you what the easiest one to go for is this is the around the world journey? Oh, you're it was always books, fun. You're doing fun things. You're watching cool things. You're reading fun things. You're cooking t- good food. Y- we all know. Listening to this, y- you got y- you got either math or reading. That's one of them's a, a tornado that you're walking into every single time. <laughs> You know, Maybe
1: your student loves them both.
0: both. Maybe, yes, yes, yes. Maybe they do. But we all know there's at least one of those you, your kid probably doesn't really like very much. Or you know that's a little bit more challenging. Yeah, that's the one more you like of, it. The one you kind of dread every day. You're like, oh, God, I got to do that. You know, This is not that one, right? Doing the you know, around-the-world study always fun. is always the fun thing. It's always the easy thing. So even if it is a little bit more work or you make it a little bit more work, it's always the fun thing to do that week. Like, I've never saw my kid go, oh, dad, we have to watch a kid's movie. or you know, we gotta, Yeah. Oh, we, we have we to cook a recipe oh, from yeah, this yeah, country. Yeah. She's, She's never always into it. Never had that.
1: Yeah, it is something that our kids have really looked forward to. Yeah. Our our younger daughter has learned how to sit through cha- chapter and picture books because of this. Curriculum. The little
0: one now, I swear, she's watched enough of this. She's starting to sit down and, and let you read to her. Yep, and she, she'll let she you read. wants to be a part of it. I read that Shackleton book with that little one next to me today, and yeah. that was a, not a short Shackleton book. And she sat there the whole time, and she was asking questions, and she liked it. And so, you know, it it does teach that kind of mm-hmm. that. It teaches that patience, allows you to be a better listener and, and, and enjoy that. Speaking of which, this was a long podcast. We want to end it the way we always want to end it. On yes. something we like. Talk what about, are we into? Talking about listening to things. Let's talk about the Libby app. Um, there are two apps that tend to to work with libraries. Um, that One is Overdrive and the other one is Libby. I've been using Overdrive. I know our library system is now asking you to use Libby. For some reason, so I I you know have been trying to get more audiobooks into the the older one. She enjoys doing her quiet time, she enjoys doing her Lego and, and doing activities and art and whatnot while she listens to an audiobook. Um, she's been chewing through the Nicholas Flamel books, the mm-hmm. immortal Nicholas Flamel. It is very funny to listen to your six and a half year old read 300 page books all by herself, you know, in, in audio form, listen mm-hmm. to them. Now, I consider audiobooks reading. Um, some people will disagree with that out there, but I am a big audiobook fan now, um, not just per, not just for my kid, but also personally. Um, but uh, she chews through it, and for her to start telling you this, this elaborate story that she's listening to is really funny. But the Libby app is something that we've been using um, a lot on our iPad, so that's what she uses for doing that. She knows how to log in. She can open it. She can select her book. She can mm-hmm. hit the play button. She knows how to use it. Um, she's been really enjoying it. Um, it's, you're able to sync it to your account so you can actually watch, you know, our accounts are kind of blended together, me and my daughters. So I know when there's a book that's come in or a new audio book, so I can go ahead and download that for her. Really, really use user-friendly, really, really easy to use. Um, haven't had any problems with like anything crashing or anything failing. So if you are looking for an app, and I think it, it's, it's, um, can work on both your, your tablets and also your phones. Um, to listen or to read ebooks, especially if you're trying to check out books for your round the world journey, and if you wanted to, you know, read them on your phone or on a tablet, or even on your Kindle, you can easily use your Libby app or your OverDrive app. We've been using Libby a lot more lately, and that has been really helpful. She has liked it. So if you're looking to get into audiobooks, if you're looking to, you know, connect to your library, there's a lot of awesome resources in the Libby app. Um, I can re- recommend it. We've been using a lot of it. I use personally the Overdrive app on mine, but that's because that was what I always thought they used, and I've been using it. It works just fine on our library. The, they both work but, good. But I, the library now, I see this banner up at the top. If you'd like to do things, use the Libby app. So I think I don't know if they're moving in that direction away from. Overdrive. I think
1: they both. I think they yeah. both work well. Um, you know, just the concept of of getting audiobooks from your library and using them in an app based format rather yeah. than just getting them on CD. It's uh, It's been very convenient
0: for us. Very convenient. Way easy to use. So anyway, go out there, check out the Libby app, connect to your library, get your kid listening to audiobooks. Uh, it's a lot of fun and it takes a little bit of the load off of you.
1: <laughs> That's right. So this was a super long episode. Thanks for staying with us. Yes. Thank you for journeying with, journeying with us around the world. It's been a long year and a half. We are super excited to be getting into, we're going to do a one month Harry Potter unit study, which we will a show on. You hear that,
0: guys? I'm off the clock for 30 days.
1: And then we are going to be starting right into prehistory with Build Your Library and Blossom and Rock Combination. <laughs> We're going to combo another curriculum. So we'll talk a lot about More that. stuff to come, but thanks for staying with us. We hope Thank that you. this was helpful. And I just want to say personally, of course, I'll send anybody the schedule, as I said earlier. But also, if you have any questions or you're yep. thinking about doing something different with this combination, I have lived and breathed. We both have this these two pieces of curriculum for the last year and a half, longer because of all the planning we did. Um, you know, reach out. Yes. I, I'm happy to help you if you're like, I'm not sure about this, or what do you think about that, or I was thinking about this, or I'm thinking about switching continents around, or like I'm more than more than happy to help. Just choose an email and you know I, i'm I'm happy to help you guys figure out the right thing for your absolutely. family
0: and you can absolutely make this what you want it to be. It's a very you adaptive sure curriculum, whether you choose the one or the other or both of them together. It's something you can adapt to any style, any structure. We've talked to some people who have started it and they had to stop it and they're going to start it back up and they're you know they're going to, it's gonna go for ten more years that type of thing, but you know it's a great curriculum. We, we've really enjoyed right. it. I
1: think you can absolutely do it. Some people say, you know, oh, I've got a... You know, an 8 and 10-year-old, you know, should I do this? It's like, yes. sure. I I think that this is great for even older kids. This is really terrific for multi-ages yeah. uh, because you could always find something more in, more difficult or, yeah. you know, more age-appropriate on any of these countries or any of the topics within these you know, countries. There's a lot
0: of curriculums that these, you know, the, the Torchlights and the Build Your Libraries have that have a lot of themes, you know, early history and all this stuff. But I don't think there's a more important theme than learning about other people around the world, Yeah, I agree. Um, expanding your horizons, seeing other cultures, experiencing what other people experience. I think, I don't think there's a more important curriculum, especially for these early, early years than are touring the world. So if you got a four-year-old, eight-year-old, whatever it is, I think it's a great curriculum. You can adapt mm-hmm. it up and you can adapt it, some of them down. Um, but really, I don't know if there's a better and more important thing for, for these young kids to learn than to know that it's a big world out there and they can be part of it.
1: Right. And Build Your Library does have a, uh, around the world geography for a seventh grade. So if you have a learner that's pretty close to that age that you want to do maybe yeah. with this, you might consider buying level seven and this one together and seven will give you some books for your older learner to, to do or if you know you have a younger learner that's reading at an older level that kind of thing so know that there is another level in the build your library track that also does this for older learners too but we've had a great time so thanks and if you're gonna about to embark on this journey uh, enjoy enjoy the journey
0: hold on to your pants and check out our youtube channel help you out and our resource guides
1: bye thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling.